Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Hi guys, and welcome back to Empath. Today I'm talking about the top marketing trends for 2024. I want to start really by explaining that I don't actually do trends. It's not something I particularly care about because I think that when you are sticking to heart marketing, authentic, soulful marketing, you will get far further than with any trends. However, I can appreciate that the trends I'm going to touch on are a growing area that people can use to maximize their marketing. And I think that it's quite powerful to be aware of them so you know what you can work with. But, you know, as always, fashion fades and style remains. The style really is in the soulful marketing. It is in how you work with your customers, how you present yourself to the world, how you communicate from a place of integrity and core messaging, really focusing on communication rather than conversion. You know, I'm all for conversion, but I think that conversion has to have truth behind it and it has to have foundations behind it. So I'm always going to champion style, but today I'm going to talk about the trends because these trends are actually quite interesting. I'm just going to touch on each one gently and um, explain sort of where they're at and, you know, from my perspective. So number one is AI generated content. As I record this right now, this week, Pluto is entering Aquarius and it feels like that's really relevant that we are entering this massive change in society, in marketing, in the online world. And yes, I've done an article on this on here before. It's got its double-edged sword. AI is a double-edged sword. It can work to help your copy. It can work to, um, it can mean more people can copy. It can, you know, I'm hearing all kinds of things from friends and and um, clients about how AI is being used to literally do the work. And there are some real benefits to that and there are some real cons to that. In marketing, AI content is going to be massive. It's going to generate so much of what we see and do. It's going to be on the descriptions for things. It's going to be social media posts. It's going to be um, blog posts going out. You, you'll be able to write a 400-word blog post about Um, something to do with the area you live in very, very quickly using AI content. There are pros and cons to it. I'm not here to discuss them. I have a whole separate podcast episode on that, but it's going to be huge. And I think if I was going to choose one thing that's going to be massively changing in 2024 and beyond, it's AI. Now, AI is not just a 2024 thing. It started before now, and it's something we've been talking about for a few years. But I believe that 2024 is going to be the year that is pivotal. For, it's going to be the year we remember for AI, you know, and you're not going to be able to tell a lot of it apart. To the naked eye, you can't tell if something's being computer generated or human generated. I mean, I find this quite hard because heart marketing is all about human marketing. And I think human marketing is everything right now, not just for me, but for the marketing world at large. We are despondent with the big advertisers. We are not you know, buying into big advertising messages and big doesn't always mean better. Big certainly doesn't mean believable when it comes to brands. And I think that AI is so difficult for me to get my head around because, well, because I can't get my heart around it, because it feels 
so impersonal and so disconnected. And I understand it's convenient. I understand it's quick. It's affordable, cost-effective. It's convenient. It is the way that the modern world is going. But for me, I feel like I want to connect with real humans. And actually, the data shows that I'm not alone. And that trends in general in marketing are much more personal. People are responding to more personalized content. They're responding to, you know, more indie brands and more authentic content in how we communicate. But anyway, I digress. Number one is AI-generated content. Number two is influencer marketing. Influencer marketing is continuing to do well. However, it's more of a focus on micro-influencers, not the people that have got 50,000 followers, 100,000 followers, etc. Also the ones that have got anywhere between sort of 2,000 or maybe even less, 2,000 to 5,000 up to 10,000 followers. That's sort of 2 to 5 or 5 to 10 mark. Um, and even then, I don't know really how relevant the numbers are. I mean, obviously you don't want somebody with 20 followers. But the point is, it's about connection. It's about finding the people that can speak to your audience. I'm a perfect example of this. I've only got around 5,000 followers or so, or 4,000 followers or something. And yet I know that when I market something, unintentionally, by the way, if I'm genuinely talking about something and I'm not, I'm not, I don't do any of the gifted stuff. I'm not, um, I'm not an affiliate or anything like that. But if I talk about a product that I genuinely own on like Shit Chat, for instance, I get so many questions about it and people go and buy it because they believe me. Well, probably not everybody believes me, but my core audience, the people that follow Shit Chat on a Friday, the people that are in my membership, etc., they listen. If I'm recommending a notebook, if I'm recommending a pen, if I'm recommending a planner, whatever it is, or actually a foundation, I recommended some makeup and I've got loads of questions about that. It's They believe me because they trust me and we've got that trust there. Now, I might only have you know, a couple hundred people that go on to buy, but those people believe in what I've said. Now, if you've got 10 of me, that racks up pretty quickly. 10 different, you know, micro-influencers with their own little quiet but um, very bought-in audiences across multiple genres. That's a really clever move. And actually, it gets more than, let's say, you know, when a big influencer, a big sort of celebrity or a home influencer promotes something, you know, are you listening when you see, you know, Beyonce promoting something. Are you listening to that? Are you trusting that? I'm not saying Beyonce is not trustworthy. What I am saying is just the same as the big business. The bigger the persona, the less personal it is. And the smaller the influencer, yes, you're not going to have that message seen by 10,000 people, but you might make good money from partnering with smaller people who've got more loyal, invested audiences. So, Influencer marketing is still huge, but we're looking at micro-influencers. We're looking at it on a more personal, um, intimate level. I think intimate's the key word. Um, number three related to this is customer-generated content. We care about authenticity. There are loads and loads of surveys out there, and the rise of authenticity is real. People are more likely to invest in something that's been customer generated rather than influencer generated or celebrity generated or brand generated so let's use skincare as an example if i buy a facial oil and i try that and i tell 10 people about it they're more likely to buy that facial oil because of me because a friend has said honestly it's amazing this is what it did to my skin here's a picture of me before and here's a picture of me afterwards or whatever and I, mean, I can honestly tell you, I've got a really good friend called Laura and Laura is like 
she just has perfect skin and she is always buying products. I can't tell you how many products I've bought because of Laura. I mean, quite frankly, you know, Laura's a problem. <laughs> Laura's a problem in my life because if she buys like a £40 face oil and looks amazing, and here's a caveat, Laura always looks amazing. She could buy one ninety nine product and look amazing, but I keep buying it because she looks amazing and she recommends it. And I would rather trust her, I do trust her implicitly, than a magazine because I work for magazines and I know what kind of stuff is in magazines but with Laura I know that she'll say to me no it's crap it didn't work for me no it did this yes it did that I'd recommend it try it you know here's a promotion that's on offer or whatever and it's exactly that it's we trust the people in our network and we and, and it goes up to micro influencers you know whether you've got 10 followers 100 followers, 1,000 followers, or you're not even on Instagram. You know, it's about getting that connection. It's about sharing stories and being us, you know, being us. Because over 90% of customers now don't trust advertising. I mean, I've got a lot to say on that. I think advertising isn't necessarily as bad as everyone makes it out to be. I think it's just misused. And yeah, I think people don't advertise very well. I think most people go into advertising like baking a cake with half the ingredients missing with a blindfold on. And then they wonder why it turns out crap. And that's exactly it. Because they're not following the right recipe. They don't know where the ingredients are. They're not looking at what they're doing. Uh, it's laughable. It's laughable because if I did that and I baked a cake with half the ingredients missing and a blindfold on and took things at random out my cupboard and tried to bake a cake, you would be like, what are you doing? However. When people do that with their advertising, no one bats an eyelid that people are just wasting their money half-baking adverts that are not considered. Um, it's, exa it's exactly the situation that it's about. And this is it. Customer-generated content is more believable. It's more buy-inable because we listen to the people that we love. We listen to the people that surround us. We trust that they won't spin us a yarn, unlike perhaps an advert will. I'm not going to trust an advert that says buy this face oil because it's not enough. I want to see real people. And that's why so many brands use real people. You can look at before and afters. You can look at real testimonials. We all want to see a testimonial because it's proof that a human being bought something and actually got something out of it rather than just listening to the brand claims. I mean, yes, there's a, there's a place for things like 98% of people found that this did this to their skin afterwards. That's brilliant. But I want to see at least three of those 98% of people so that I can see with my own eyes what results people are getting. Number four is video marketing. Video marketing is obviously a huge trend. It's, I've been talking about it since 2012. I remember in 2012 saying video was the big thing for 2012 and video was a big thing for 2013. I think I've been saying it for over 10 years. Video has not ceased to be on the incline you know and more and more youtube marketing youtube marketing is huge people are making money from within these channels from um advertising on these channels you get money from if you've got a youtube channel you can get money from advertising on there you can get money from um subscribers can pay money for memberships and benefits and also you can um get money just from placing advertising on people's youtube channels whether or not you have one yourself as a brand so it's really, really powerful to advertise with video and also to promote yourself through video, particularly short videos. Short videos are really popular. They recommend two minutes and under, which of course is perfectly timed for a reel on Instagram. And so therefore, I think reels will continue to be big. 
short videos, shorts, they're called on YouTube. People have got less of an attention span. The problem with technology is that we're getting less and less attention span. No longer do people read a book. They want to hear an audiobook while they're out doing something else. They want to be looking at text messages while they're on the train. People are holding conversations while being on multiple devices. I've been in the waiting room at the doctors and watched people flicking between five or six social media platforms one after the other while waiting for an appointment. No longer do we take time. No longer do we take space. I mean, I hate it, but I also have to look at how society's going. So shorter videos, shorter content is really popular. I will still champion the odd long form bit of content because I think it has power, but I know that short form is where so much of the engagement is. And so there's, you know, 500, I think, or might be over 500, 500 hours of content are uploaded a minute, according to YouTube. There is a lot of information out there and they get returns. You know, YouTube adverts have been proven to get um, a really good return and increased reach. So your, you know, video advertising on video platforms really, really does work. And video in general, I can say firsthand, I do these Instagram videos, which are very short videos where I give tips. It's kind of like the podcast episodes. I just choose a topic. I talk on it for five to 10 minutes. And these videos work really well for me. They have a really high conversion rate. And it's because I'm showing myself, because I'm talking and being honest and authentic and just showing up on camera, no matter the state of me, no matter the state of my house. Um, both of which are usually falling apart at the seams. The, co the you know the content's still there. The advice is still there. The topic is still really key, and that's what matters. And these videos never fail to get me business. And also, I want to touch on shit chat. So many of you I know watch shit chat on my Instagram channel. Shit chat is my number one biggest converter. It's insane. I know it was not being creative for that reason. Shit chat really is me chatting shit every Friday and I never know what I'm going to say. I don't plan it. I don't prepare it. I press record. I pour a coffee and I go for it. And I just chat at you about whatever comes to my mind. It might be the weather. It might be what I'm doing at the weekend. It might be something shocking that's happened to me. It might be something funny that's happened to me. I'll promote things if I remember them or if the timing's right. But it's really genuine. It's unscripted. It's completely down to earth and off the cuff. And that is my most powerful bit of marketing I do. And it's because I'm real and I'm on video. You know, I'm not polished. I'm not selling you anything. It's not a pitch. I'm just there showing up. I get more messages, more connection, more conversion, more um, engagement, all of it from ShitChat than anything else that I do. And that is the power of video. So, I mean, yes, video marketing is a huge trend. If you look around, everyone will tell you it's a trend. It's been a trend for a while and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, but I am touching on it because I think if you only do one thing, video marketing would make a massive difference to your business. And so many people don't do it because they feel uncomfortable because they think, I don't want to show my face or I don't want to be on video. But I used to be exactly the same. I used to hate showing myself on video. I used to not want to show my face at all. And I can honestly say it's been the biggest game changer for my business. So do, do consider it. Because no one cares like you care. No one is going to look at you and go, oh my God, like, like you are. And you get hardened to it. I don't ever watch my videos back. I don't ever look back at my content and I don't really care anymore. I just, I'm so hardened to pressing record and talking at the camera that it's become kind of second nature. So the more you do it, the easier it gets. And last of all, number five, I've actually written chatbots because um, more and more people are getting them and more and more people are getting results from them. So I wanted to touch on them here. Those little chat boxes that come on when you're talking on a website. And there's a few reasons for that. 
I think that the modern generation love the digital access. They love to be able to WhatsApp someone. They love to be able to chat to somebody on a chat box. They love to be able to text somebody or Instagram quickly. They don't want to phone someone and be in a queue. No longer do people want to phone and be in a queue. The only place people do that now is the doctors. And if the doctors ever get a chatbot or a WhatsApp, I think the doctor's surgery is in trouble. You know, everyone wants to talk to someone quickly and get results quickly. And also, because it's all about speed and efficiency and digitalization of everything, but also personalization of everything. We want to talk to someone. We want to talk to someone now. Now, obviously, chatbots often have a robot assistant, but you can quite quickly get through that to a real person. And it's about how we connect with people in real time with a real person. And I think that's crucial. You know, these are five trends to tell you, but really the only thing that always stays in style is authenticity and connection. And we no longer trust, you know, the big old boys of the boomer generation. Because like I said before, Big brands don't mean believable brands. And I want to have a brand I can talk to, connect with, believe in, and that I'm on the level with. And that's why smaller businesses are growing. You know, we're, we're buying from smaller businesses. We're buying from indie businesses. We are connecting through places like Instagram. We're connecting through places, you know, like YouTube. And it's powerful because we are talking back to the brands. It's no longer dictatorial. It is conversational. And that's what I think will always be in style. This new way, this human way, this, you know, I mentioned at the beginning, Pluto and Aquarius, it's power to the people and not to the organizations, not to the big boys, not to the big brands, not to the big names, not to the labels. The idea of what a brand is, is changing. And branding is about what's beneath it rather than whatever bullshit you're spinning. You know, it's about the truth, truth and realness in how we communicate. I was really um, conscious about doing a marketing trends podcast because I get asked about it, but I always feel a bit, you know, squirrely about it because I don't really believe in trends. So I've picked five today that I think are actually really huge and you can't miss. You won't be able to miss AI. Trust me, I tried. You won't be able to miss influencer marketing, but I think it's changing its shape. You will certainly not be able to miss customer-generated content because all the smart brands are doing that. They know that real people sell real products more than paying a fortune for a celebrity. And video marketing is very much here to stay. And it's the number one thing I want you to try to um, take your business forward for 2024. And as for chatbots and also just real-time availability, it's not just chatbots, but do look at WhatsApp, do look at instant messaging, whatever it is, Encourage your customers to reach out to you in a way that suits your customer. And it all comes down to your customer. Where are they and what do they look for from you? And how can these trends work for you? Don't do them. Don't advertise on YouTube if you don't think your people are on YouTube. But chances are your people might be on YouTube. And then you've got to think, where are they and what are they watching, etc. That's pretty much all for today. But I want to finish with an invitation to set an intention. We always finish each episode with invitation to set an intention. And today I would like you to really think about the trends. Have a little think about these trends and many trends that come to mind for 2024 and ask yourself, what am I buying into? What am I backing? And what am I consciously avoiding? You might say, I don't want to be available on a chatbot because my time means more to me. But I can understand about harnessing the power of video and I want to give that a go. 
give it some thought, see what you feel. And I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at The Feral Writer. Do come and say hello to me. And remember, whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk, and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives, the Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing, and weekly live sessions, from soul goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. The doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care, and I'll be back next week.